Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Welcome to the 2X Podcast. Here's your host, Bill Kasky. Well, welcome back, comrades, to the 2X Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to spend some time on are you a pro or are you an amateur and or amateur? Depends on how you say that. I get in trouble for my daughter by saying amateur, but I think it's amateur. Anyway, it's kind of the niche, the niche niche thing. Uh, I've got a special download for you. And if you'll go to billkasky.com slash 55 download, that's 55 for episode 55, billkasky.com slash 55 download. And that link also will be in the show notes too, if you can't write it down. But I've got a handout for you that goes over some of the things that we're going to be talking about in this episode and the next episode. So this is a two-part series. This is part one. Are you an amateur or are you a pro? Well, before we get into this, I want to remind you of a uh, free video tutorial that we do. I know I mention it every 2X podcast, but for some, we've got a lot of new listeners. We grow every week, and uh, we appreciate that. We also would appreciate it if you could leave a review on iTunes. I'd love, I'd appreciate that a lot. Be grateful. But the 2X Quick Start is a three-part video series. All you need to do is go to BillKasky.com. It'll ask for your first name and email address, and it'll be on its way to you. And it's really a way to begin to think about how do I double my business in the next year. This is a great time of year to be thinking about that. We're heading into the fall. You know, the next year is going to be right around the corner. You're probably already making plans for next year. At least you should be. If you're not, I know our company is. We're getting together and planning out what next year is going to look like. So the 2X Quick Start is a great way to just get your just get your bearings, just kind of get grounded. It's three videos are about seven to 10 minutes each. There's a document that you can download. And if you have any interest in the 2X group, which is our peer mastermind group, following the consumption of that, then uh, there's a way for you to get in touch with me to schedule an appointment to see if you uh, would fit that or if the 2X group would fit you. Well, let's talk today about uh, this idea of a pro versus an amateur. And this idea came out of a book that I read by Stephen Pressfield a few years ago called Going Pro. And in the book, Pressfield, by the way, Pressfield wrote The Legend of Bagger Vance. He's written lots of books, uh, fiction and nonfiction. He's got a whole series of nonfiction books for the artist and for the creative and for, and this one, again, it's called Turning Pro. It's really for everybody. I give it out as part of the work that I do with any client. Let me read a brief excerpt, page 13, the title of this short chapter. And by the way, all these chapters are just basically one-page chapters. He calls it Shadow Careers. Sometimes when we're terrified of embracing our true calling, we'll pursue a shadow calling instead. That shadow career is a metaphor for our real career. Its shape is similar, its contours feel the same, but a shadow career entails no risk. 
If we fail at a shadow career, the consequences are meaningless to us. Are you pursuing a shadow career? Are you getting your PhD in Elizabethan studies because you're afraid to write the tragedies and comedies that you know you have inside you? Are you living the drugs and booze half of the musician's life without actually writing the music? Are you working in a support capacity for an innovator because you're afraid to risk becoming an innovator yourself? If you're dissatisfied with your current life, ask yourself what your current life is a metaphor for. The metaphor will point you toward your true calling. And his book is full of thoughts like that, profound thoughts that kind of cause you to go a little bit deeper. And so when I read this, I wondered, well, how many of us are pros in sales and how many of us are amateurs, but we're, we're a pro imposter? We want you to think we're pros, but we really aren't. We're sort of masquerading, like he calls a shadow career. We're a shadow pro. Shadow Pro, that's good, good product. It's like a GoPro, only it's called the Shadow Pro. It takes pictures behind you, the shadow. The idea with this list then of 10 things is to get you thinking about, well, where am I on the spectrum of this? If you're too far to the left, which is what I would call the amateur end of the spectrum, then maybe you've got some work to do. If you're far on the right, maybe you can check off that box and say, no, nope, I'm good on that one, Bill, no problem. So I'm going to start with, there's 10 of them here. I'm going to start with five this episode and come back with five next week. And I've, I've done this by taking a topic that in my 25 years of being in the training and coaching business, I find these concepts, these 10 concepts to be really important. The amateur has a way of handling them and the pro has a way of handling them. And there's lots of space in between. So I'm going to give you the concept and then I'm going to talk about what the amateur does with this and what the pro does with this. And in the meantime, you download this. Once again, BillKasky.com. 55 download, and you can follow along as I go and maybe even rank yourself, give yourself a grade. The first topic is attachment. The amateur is attached to any and all outcomes. They try to control people, places, and things. Now, on the surface, that sounds really evil, doesn't it? We try to control people, places, and things, but yet we kind of do. When it really gets down to if, if we're left to our own devices and we're in a, a mental state of weakness and wimpiness and wobbliness, then we will try to control everything. What the fact is, though, we have no control. You, you have no control. What is it, uh, the Yiddish saying? We plan, God laughs. We have no control over much. Now, what we do have control over, over is our actions, but even those are functions of how we think. So we may think we control our actions, but really our thoughts are controlling our actions. And unless you're really doing some serious work on thinking and meditation and, and uh, you know, conscious state kind of work, inner awareness kind of work, you're probably not even controlling your thoughts because uh, the, the studies will tell you our, the thoughts that come into our heads are not our thoughts. Those are just, those are thoughts that are conjured up. And so if we start to believe the thoughts in our head, we will start to live out a life that's really not ours. So that's, that whole attachment thing is really important. And the amateur, I think, tries to control everything. The pro, what does the pro do? Well, the pro is detached from outcomes, knowing that if they work their process, everything turns out okay as it should be. They surrender. And, you know, this word surrender is a uh, difficult word for type A's to get their arms around, isn't it? 
been a lot written about it. There is a certain amount of power that comes from surrender. Uh, if I go into a prospect's office and I say to them in a non-surrendering mode, hey, I would really love to work with you. We've got some awesome products and services. I really think we can help you grow your business. And you'd just be the perfect client for me and I'd be the perfect vendor for you and everything's going to be good. And man, I can't wait to work with you. That is eager and attached. But if I say to that person instead, hey, I'm really glad that you invited me in today. I'm looking forward to chatting with you and hearing a little bit about your company and what you want to accomplish. I will tell you this, I'm not a fit for every client that I come across, and not every client's a fit for me. And so one of the things that we're going to want to do over the next meeting or so is decide if this is really a good fit for both of us. And if, it's, if it is, then I can't wait to work with you. If it's not, that's totally okay. Well, there contains there a small amount of surrender in that. I'm surrendering the decision process and control to not to the customer, but to the fit. I'm surrendering to the, to the ideal fit. Is this a fit or not? Is it going to be as beneficial for them as me and me as them or not? And if it's only beneficial for one and not for the other, it's not a fit. And therefore, I'm surrendering to the con- concept of an ideal fit. I'm not surrendering to to average. I'm not surrendering to them. I'm not saying, hey, do what you want to with me. I'll come in for free. You don't have to pay. You can pay me whatever you want. No, I'm not saying that. I'm surrendering to the fit. So that's number one is how you deal with the attachment. I'm going to go through a couple of these pretty quickly here because I want to keep, keep time in mind. Outlook. What is my outlook? The amateur looks at the world in the morning and sees the need for caution, scarcity, and lack. They're always waiting for the other shoe to drop. The pro looks at the world as a place of infinite possibilities and abundance and acts accordingly. And I would even say that the pro is always looking for opportunities. They're looking for where is the market underserved? Where is my client not pleased with their vending solution? or with their vendor, period, or the solution their vendor provides. You know, you can be very pleased with a vendor, with the human aspect of a vendor, and be very displeased with the solution they provide. So this idea that, well, you know, they're a vendor, they've been entrenched there seven years, I always say, I don't care. I don't care how many years. I bet you there's, there's some kind of bucket of pain there. Either they're not getting their needs met, or the vendor has become fat, dumb, and happy, to use a politically incorrect term. They've just become lackadaisical to it and relaxed and chillaxed, and they're, they're not really attentive to the customer's needs. So there will always be pain. But the idea is when a, when a pro looks out the world, they see abundance, they see possibilities, they see a massive amount of pain to be fixed. Number three, value. The amateur believes their value to be similar to others on the planet. They have a commodity orientation. The amateur typically comes back to home office and says, oh, we didn't get that deal because we were 3% high. Or, or we, couldn't get, we couldn't get our prices in line. And believe me, I've said this. I've said this before. Hopefully I won't say it again because I know better now. But before I knew better, I would say that all the time. You know what? We lost because we were at $7.57 and, and the other cable company was at seven fifty three. dollars And I, as I look back, I think, you mean I wasn't worth four cents? 
I brought no value as a sales professional to the tune of four cents. They would throw me out of their office and off their shelves for four cents. And I always feel like, well, if I didn't bring the value, then yeah, they should. They should not pay four cents premium for me on a $7 item. What does the pro think? The pro believes their value to be unique, rare, and worth tons to the world, and they are intent on sharing it with others. You've heard us say before, or heard me say that, you know, there's six billion, I don't know how many people on the planet, it used to be six, it's probably 10 now. Uh, Now there's six and a half, seven billion people on the planet, but nobody has your story. Nobody is, is like you. Nobody's lived your life. Nobody's had the experiences you ha- you've had. Nobody looks like you. It's really the most incredible thing ever, I think. Uh, you, you know, you're not one in a million. You're, you're, you're one in a billion. Not even a billion. You're one in 20 billion. I don't know. At some point, what, at what point does somebody come along that looks just like you? Obviously, never. The uniqueness here is that you bring your own value. If you've written an article about the industry that you need to share with your prospect, then that brings uniqueness. It brings your perspective. What are you doing when you show up as a pro to bring your perspective to the client's business and to help them see things a little bit differently? Next one, personal growth. Amateurs have a fixed mindset when it comes to growth. The way I am is the way I am. You'll just have to deal with me. The pro sees themselves as a work in progress at all times in their life. They are always seeking to improve. We've heard the saying, earners are learners or leaders are readers. And I really believe that. I mean, the question is, how many books do you read uh, a year? Do you read a half a book a year? Do you read a book a month? Do you read a book a week? I would challenge you that you should at least be reading a book a month. And I'm not suggesting you're changing your whole business after every book that you read, but every book has several nuggets that you take into your brain and it rewires you a little bit. Maybe just 1% or 3%, but if you rewire your brain 3% and you read a book a week over the course of the year, that's a lot of percent. Uh, Actually, that's like 100% over the course of the year if you read a book a week. And it doesn't have to be a 700-page book. In fact, I don't like 700-page books. I like 50 to 100-page books. And it doesn't have to be a book. It could be a PDF. could be a report, a white paper. But you need to be reading. It expands your thinking. It expands your mind. Number five, resistance. The amateur battles resistance with more resistance, thereby creating, guess what, more resistance. They wake up tired every day. The pro never battles resistance. Instead, they seek to understand it, knowing that the obstacles in front of them teach us great lessons about where to go and how to get there. And I think this is, I see this a lot in the higher echelons of of learning and of earning. And I'm fortunate to work with uh, several people who are in very high income brackets And I don't see much resistance there. If a prospect doesn't want to work with them, then they don't force things. They say, okay, fine, maybe it's not a fit, and they move on. And they're not in this constant battle and struggle for credibility and for status. They basically say, if you don't want to work with me or if I don't want to work with you, then it doesn't work for either one of us. So let's decide if we can work together. And if we can, let's figure out a way to do it. If it can't, no problem, no big deal. Kind of back to that surrender thing. 
So how do you handle resistance? Do you handle it with a club where you try to beat, beat the resistance out of a person or out of a situation? Or do you accept it? I'm not saying walk away. I'm saying, well, let, let's understand. I wonder where this resistance comes from. wonder what, what's the source of it. And how did the person come to feel re- this resistance? And I bet you if you figure out that, you'll figure out how to overcome it, manage it, navigate around it. Okay, I want you to uh, go to BillKasky.com, 55 download. If you've not already, download the Amateur versus Pro Checklist. It's part of our new rules of selling course, but we also use it in almost everything we do. We're going to talk about the next five next week. So join me then. See ya. Bye. You've been listening to the 2X Podcast. If you'd like to contact Bill, email him at bill at billkasky.com or follow him on Twitter at Bill Kasky.